Good morning, everybody. You know something? You lost something. You yeah. never close yeah. anymore. You never close your eyes anymore. Okay, we're sorry, folks. Do, 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 <laughs> do, do. Okay, anyway, hello, it's uh, April 16th, 2023. Yeah, really. And it is Orthodox today. Orthodox Easter, and coming up very quickly is tax day. So we hope everybody's done their taxes. Actually, is that tomorrow? I think it's actually Tuesday because it's a three day holiday in Washington. It's, Interesting. Google it. Google it sometimes. It's weird. But uh, yeah, tax day is actually... Uh, now that we've gotten the useless trivia out of the way, <laughs> sitting across the table from me is CC. And across from me is JT. And you've got the CC and JT to hour, obviously, where, where production, production values, values go, go to, to die. die. And what we have here, if you're new to our experience, where have you been all our lives, is uh, that uh, we are two writers of a certain age. Not particularly successful writers. We've completed books. We've put them out there. And through the entire process, we've learned what to do and how to do. But, you know, we're missing that one piece. But until we discover that one piece, until we discover that one piece, we're going to share what we know. And, and that's not much. Yeah, no, it's not <laughs> much. But hopefully, by sharing what we know that you've learned and you become successful and you send us. so. Oh, there we go. That's the way to do it. That's it's the way to do it. Yeah. Passive income. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, we, so we, you know, being a mentor is not free. So, you know, <laughs> so we are, our bodies are not cheap. Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, well, we are in Nevada. That is true. That's a totally different subject. Okay. Well, we spent two minutes talking about almost nothing. So let's uh, dive into current events and let's talk about, first of all, about your work in progress. How is your work in progress? Did not do any. It was a rough week outside world. Yeah, I'm still plodding along. Actually started the second draft. Be- oh, that's what I can talk about. So after last week, after our podcast, I was thinking about how to revitalize what so I went back and I retroactive outlined the book so that I could straighten out the story because and in the course of doing that I've already dropped two extraneous characters at all that I just they kept kind of popping up <laughs> so I've already cleaned that up a little bit and I do feel like more cohesive now uh, I just need to sit down and I'm doing your method of I have my outline open but I also have the two documents the one I was where I am work writing and smoothing and I meant that part of the process. Yeah, that part makes me really nervous. Two documents, I'm afraid I'm going to destroy some. Which is not true, of course, because that's what the editing is. And it's just, but it always makes me a little bit of anxiety. You know, A draft on, B draft on, going back and forth. And it's like, what if I destroy something, you know, that was actually good? That's always, that's always, that always gives a tiny bit of anxiety. Well, I don't think that's not really doing anything with the second draft. I guess it's draft <laughs> to be or not to be uh, that I'm working on now that it's, you know, I may be moving from one draft to I'm still saving that version of the draft. Pulling from Yeah. I know it is. It's hard to know what is the best way to go about doing that. Best to do it. Definitely process. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. To keep everything straight, to keep everything cohesive, to keep right. everything running. And I hope folks can hear us because we're not really spiking a lot on the uh, the old uh, the old microphone thing. So I guess we're a little tired right now. Yeah. It's been a week. Um, it's been a month. It's been a couple of months. Um, we finally, you know, our wet basement is less wet than it has been in a very long time thanks to the change in weather. It's not as dry well, as we wish it were, but it's it's getting there. It's a change in weather, and it's also JTing brilliant. 
did something that I did not think would work. I was out of the house yet and found a pleasant surprise that the basement was a lot drier because we do have a, we've installed a second second pump. So the, the second pump that we were using pulled out and the secondary one we're now using has a float so that it will and off and we don't have to going down to double check to make sure it's turned on and off. Yeah, something we probably should have done week ago, but it's like we were trying to do the best we can with what we got. And as they say, experience is what you get after you screw up enough. So that's... Well, it's overwhelming. I, I was to somebody at work who does not have a basement, uh, does have a crawl space, and parts of his crawl space were flooding. It had never occurred to him all the years that he lived in the house to check his crawl space for flooding. So I was talking to him about our experience. I don't know specifically how it was. He has a dirt crawl space. Um... Yeah, it's like we did not know certain things before this water event that we do better with future. And it's pretty much the same thing with the writing process. It's like what you don't know, you learn along the way, and then you try to do better with future. Experience is what you get when you screw up. And so yes. now that we've gotten that par, our basement is a little bit drier, and we're pausing, we're pausing, and we're going. Okay, we paused there for a little bit, but now we're going again. Um, it, our software does that every once in a while. Okay, I guess it fights our computer forces. So, but then again, you know, Production values. Right. Yeah, who needs them? We don't. Yeah. It's okay. more fun, you know, to be uh, on natural, I guess. <laughs> we are wearing clothes, folks. Sorry we are for wearing that mental lots image. Of clothes. No, I just meant, you know, in the raw that we're, you get what you get. We are what we are. and Yeah. yeah you guys paid us so much money for this. <laughs> um, as Unless for, you pay for us, you know, yeah. mentoring you. Yeah. You remember, send money. There is Patreon. Uh, as for my work in progress, it's definitely winding down. Today is actually a soft deadline. Today, or was it yesterday? It may have been yesterday. I think it was actually day. Yesterday, yesterday was the 65th day of writing my work in progress. And I didn't make the deadline, but it was, you know, it was a soft deadline to, to have something there. And I got, you know, I think I got like 90% done of the book. And I did... This most chapter is not one that I'm pleased with because I feel it's wanted. So I may just chuck this entire chapter. I may save it to like to a spare do document. But uh, for now, uh, yeah, for now, it's going okay. I just have to figure out that all-important ending. I haven't decided whether I'm going to make it a happily ever after or, or not happily ever after or just make it ambiguous. The challenge with ambiguous endings is, is then somebody in this room who shall remain nameless starts bugging me. Well, we're still waiting for the Maggie. See what I mean? <laughs> well, so. I will say, though, that doing the third book in that series is currently popular. And maybe that, I don't know if I talk about that a little bit, but the, the Sheriff in Nevada book, one that really resonated. Yeah, and I should probably get to that because I already have that one outlined in my brain on how to do it. But the current work in progress was an escape from my other work in progress because that thing becomes monstrosity. And the sci-fi epic? Yeah, the sci-fi epic. And it just became a monster. And so it says, you know, I'll just write on this book over here, tap, 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 tap. And then, you know, 50,000 words later, I'm still tapping away at it. So the other one is well past 100, and I'm, I'm not really sure what to do with that one either. So I have all these incomplete ones. I need to settle down in a book and publish. Well, it's going to be probably a couple of months at least, since we have other things. So uh, retirement's not quite as soothing as you thought it was. Yeah, what the hell? So what, you're coming up on seven months now, yeah, I think. what the hell? People lied about this retirement. <laughs> Thing. I thought Where I'd are the palm trees and the coconut? Yeah, where's and... my freaking Mai Tai with the paper umbrella? <laughs> lies, 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 lies. Um, so, yeah, been, and um, one thing that we're talking about here is, is we're leaving a week from tomorrow uh, on our great expedition. 
Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> we are going overseas for the first four, four years. years, I think. Yeah, when yeah. did we go? We, did, we didn't go in 2020. Of, did we go? Was it 2018? I think it was fall of 18, so we're coming up on five years. Five years? Is it fall of the 29th? I, I, I think it was fall of 18. Yeah, I think it was fall of 18. Yeah, yes. So it's been 28. Yeah, so it's been a few years, and I did, I was thinking about it the other day. I have flown since the 2020 experience happened. It fly last year. It was an hour flight, so it was a deal, but uh, it is a definite, since you haven't done it multiple years, a little extra stressful, and it is a very long flight. Yeah, well, so we're going to Paris. We're going to Paris. France, city of- not Texas. Really? <laughs> you said Texas. No. Oh, man, I got to change all our reservations. So. Oh, man. Uh, it's the city of lights, the city of love, whatever you want to call it. Ironically, uh, before we did this, our latest book, you know, has a very small, unimportance in Paris. And now we get to go and see what we got wrong. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Should we do special with our book while we are in Paris? Since yeah, there is a connection. Yeah, we should just make it 99 kind of cents while we're on our trip or yeah, something. We could do that. We might do that. So something to think about. But uh, so we're going to be uh, we're going to be with family, which is always a fun part of going on trips. Is this is in the past when C and I have gone on trips, we just the dynamic duo. But now we're going to be going with you know family, so we're going to have to be, you know I don't know uh, behave ourselves. Yeah, behave ourselves. You know, CC of course you know has that wandering hand and Russian fingers thing. Oh, I'm oh. not a drunk today. Oh yeah, well, or she, is that because I've been? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's I, I long running. Remember, I can't I, remember if, ever yeah. seeing you sober anyway. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's funny a long joke, running funny thing. Joke. Cece is actually the worst Irish person. <laughs> I am not a drinker. <laughs> yeah, if you wave a teaspoon over a glass of orange juice to make a mai tai, it'll put her to sleep. So you mean a uh, mimosa? Yeah, mimosa. I'm like, I like I've got mimosas. mai tai in my brain. You're right, a mimosa. But really, she. It's 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 hilarious. Actually, it's like. I fall asleep. You, fall, you should just wave. I actually get the giggles, and then I fall. Yeah, that's that's very, very I am the true. worst Irish person ever. Yeah, it's you're talking about pushing back on the stereotype. It's actually kind of funny, but it, it's true. So the uh, long running joke is that I'm a lush. Yeah. So yeah, she wouldn't be a lush because if she drank nearly the amount that we said that she did, she'd be asleep. For- well, that goes back to our early relationship too, because even before we were married. You- but we went to see a movie and you made a comment because I think something fell on the floor in the theater and you made a very loud comment about me dropping my bottle and that I'd snuck in. And uh, I should have known. known. <laughs> I should have known. You were, you were I warned. was forewarned. You yes. Were anyway. Uh, anyway, Paris. Paris. So we're going to go to Paris. We're going to be doing all the touristy thing, taking all the pictures and everything. And uh, CC will be posting it all on the Instagram and... Um, and we're looking forward to this. You know, it will this be trip fun because uh, it gets us out of our routine, gets out of out of our cycle, and uh, it'll give us probably some material for our future books. And uh, so it's, it'll be fun. And uh, well, uh, and like you said, it's what may have gotten wrong in the book that we did. Plus, this will be the non-predominant English thirty years, yeah. so that has its own level. Of, even though I'm sure in Paris, because. Yeah. We'll that was out. that was the case when we were in Tokyo. It yeah, was like so, new rudimentary Japanese. Yeah, you know, it's funny that we are picking off these world capitals and we haven't even gone to our own yet. We've, we've done Tokyo, we've done Dublin, now we're going to be doing Paris. I'm thinking of you know that we might sneak away for a day if we can and you know get on the get on the tube and you know go to London just to say that we've done it. Get up oh dark or oh, dark early one day and just go there. Go but, under the channel. Yeah, and do the channel and uh, you know, go to London just so we can say wow. London. I think that would be travel though because it's it's complicated, especially if you're striking. Yeah. 
yeah, we're going to go into Paris uh, while they're doing protests, and uh, that's that's also also thing. But we're all, you know, adventure is our middle name. Well, yes, that is true. We are adventurous sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, we're, we don't believe ourselves either. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, keep an eye out on our social media. Well, we'll be, be putting out pictures and saying interesting things like, oh, God, I wish this was her. <laughs> no, I think we'll be more likely to say, oh, that wasn't long enough. Let's go back. Yeah, we'll see. Well, that's what we've done in the past. And we did a couple of trips to Dublin, uh, yeah. Cork. We went to Killarney. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was fun. We'd been to Edinburgh. Yeah. Actually, oh, we, that's we, another capital. That's capital. I, yep. I knew we was forgetting one. Yes, so we've so, been to Edinburgh, so too. So, Tokyo, Edinburgh, uh, Dublin, yes. and now uh, Paris. So. And then we live in a state capital. Yeah, we live in the state capital, but So, still, yeah, you know. we are... A capital couple. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but basically, our state capital is a trivia. So, well, it's not the smallest anymore. Yeah. It was for a long time the smallest state capitals, but that is not the case anymore. And we're just kind of a midland place with a lot of midland stuff going. We're like a, like a dozen dozen state capital tri- trivia, like Sacramento. Well, and also uh, kind of along the lines of talking about our home city. There will be adventures next week because yep. they're doing the inaugural Mark Twain Days here in Carson. So we're going to Because be, yeah. like many other places, we claim a connection to Mr. Twain or yeah. Samuel Clemens. And we do have a legitimate claim. He first signed the name Mark Twain here. There, that, there's a lot of trivia related to Mark Twain. But his brother, was he was the territorial secretary of Nevada. Yeah. And so we can talk a little bit more about that next weekend. We go check a few. Yeah, we actually signed up for a I writing know, workshop. Lecture, workshop yeah. about how to write in Nevada, which is something we've never done. You know, sarcasm, Nevada sarcasm. is ripe for writing, though, because there are a lot of classics that uh, the city of trembling is yeah. a big one. And, uh, so literature is a kind of a Nevada staple. Yeah, so we're, we're going to be going to that and coming back. Uh, that's on Sat next Saturday, and we'll be coming back on Sunday to chat about that to see again to see what we got right to see what we got wrong because uh, several of my books are in Nevada, including the current work in progress. But anyway, well, and we should caveat this as you, when I'm talking about things we should and have to do. Yeah, um, you know there is no right or wrong way. Whatever feels best, you have to learn the so-called right and wrong ways, but. Basically, what it comes down to, do what's best for That's the same thing with our uh, advice. To, you know, take what you need, throw away what you don't need, push back on what you think we're really wrong about or really right about, and just, you have to figure out what works best. Okay, so um, so that's pretty much it for current events. Um, we talked about our basement. We've talked about our works our, in progress. Uh, our works in progress. We talked about our travel. Um, now we're going to talk about, uh, you know, something that's, uh, well, maybe kind of interesting. Um, we are of a certain, yes. we are of a certain age. We're getting more certain all the time. We're getting more certain <laughs> all the time. And, uh, I just want to give you a, a spoiler alert on future podcasts. Um, I'm going to be having a great amount of, of a significant birthday that I mean, up on because. Not just she, me. Yeah. One of she, our kids too. Yeah, but, uh, she's, uh, taking a trip to Vegas. And I'm not going to say much more than that because she's already started blushing. But uh, yes, it, let's just say that uh, I, my our oldest and myself both have milestone birthdays this year, and we are planning a joint trip to Vegas. Things that I don't know that mothers and daughters should do together. We shall see how this turns out, but the arrangements way, are made. Way outside your comfort zone. Yes, this is definitely 
the kids they love this kind of stuff um mom grandma is going to be a little um uncomfortable we'll see Uh, there may be drinking involved material for future future books oh i don't know about well yeah we'll see we'll see (laughs) hey you don't know it may sneak into your current book too you know this is true well actually some events that i have shared with the same child uh, are it part, a large part of the I'm working on it, and okay, that's but, one of the reasons I don't want to give up on it. Well, anyway, getting back to uh, getting back to it. So, so uh, we're talking. So we are a certain age. <laughs> we are of a certain age, and um, to have gotten to this certain age, uh, as we've said before, experience is what experience is what you get when you screw up, and probably we could have done things differently definitely throughout our lives i yes. think everybody can say that by i could make a list of yes but we're gonna but this is a writing podcast not so much as a life podcast though really the two are intertwined with each other yes. there's no separation and so what we were thinking about is uh if we could go back in time which obviously we haven't because if we had that would have happened think about that for a second <laughs> <laughs> oh no not the paradox yeah but <laughs> If we could send a message to our younger selves as writers, not as people, yes. if there was messages that we could send back to as writers, uh, what would we, uh, what would be different, or what would be better, or what would we not, uh, not do at all? And so think about that, folks. Think about if, as a writer, what messages would you send to the past? Uh, what would you do? And uh, I have a couple off the top of my brain, but I'm going to go ahead and put some spot. Uh, it was this was actually her suggestion. So I'm hoping that you've got something. Picked. I do. Okay, so one. One would be follow through. I have over the years more so than in the past, but follow through on my projects have been very spotty. The idea of just giving up on something too frustrating. So follow through. Um, you know, when something frustrates, don't give up on. It. Think about it. Think about why it's what elements of it could I smooth things like that. Uh, be patient. Which is just good. Follow through. Because yes. You know, anybody who stands at the plate or swings a golf club will tell you that the follow through is as equally as important, very as, con- important. as equally as important to contact. Because yes. if you don't have proper follow through in your contact with the ball in question. It falls short. It falls short. So yep. follow through is very important. So that's a good one. Um, mine, mine, uh, a couple of mine, well, actually, well, one of mine is not to get to discouraged easily or not to take criticism. It's, they're, they're related. Because when I was a teenager, I was tapping away at an Underwood typewriter. You know, manual typewriter, tap, 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 That's tap. That's I never was able to do manual typewriters. I just didn't have the first strength. Well, yeah, well, let's see. Here, yeah, touch, me, touch me, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those yeah, are that's strong. hard. Okay, stop, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> this is somewhat family friendly. She touched me. Oh, Ooh. no. Okay, so anyway, um, manual typewriter. So I was tapping away, and I, I had a story. Um, and it was like my, it wasn't really important what the story was, but... Um, the mistake I made, I'm not sure it was a mistake because again, um, I still in some ways have a very thin skin, but uh, I had my grandfather read it. Oh, no. And to put this in perspective, put this in perspective, we're talking about a literary giant. An English professor. An English professor. At the university. You know, who, uh, a Ivy Leaguer. and respected. Ivy Leaguer and degree. everything like that. And I know that he was trying to be gentle, but you got to remember that as an English professor, he's always giving Criticism. Criticism. And yes. We, criticism is always like viewed as a negative one. It isn't. No. Criticism. When done properly. Yeah. When handled properly, criticism is yes. a very good thing. But I was, a, and I'm sure he meant well. But it just feedback just sort of just uh, devastating. I just stopped writing at that point. Right. Didn't pick it up for years after. And so uh, one. So the the piece of advice I would have advice to my younger one is either, uh, you know, don't don't take it too personally, or you know, don't quit like that. 
because that was a mistake. I right. should not have done. I should have kept going at it because I had ideas. I have ideas, and I should have kept going at it. But um, it was just, and I you know, and I don't. I'm not criticizing my grandfather because right. you know that's he, he came from a very where yeah. the uh, criticism was a lot more probably dense. Yeah, like and, those, and, and, and those he was types, a professor. Yes, an English professor, which and he does that stuff every single day. So, and I get the impression I did not know him well, but that he was not thinking so much about your feelings as like this is the way this should be done it's yeah. like he wasn't trying to hurt your feelings specifically yeah. but didn't realize that in the context you know as a young person related to him that you were going to be very hurt by what he was yeah. saying if it if it had been even had been in a third person that had no relation to me maybe i would have handled it better maybe i wouldn't have i don't know but i just stopped right okay uh actually out of curiosity and tangentially um, did you ever have your grandmother read your writing? She also wrote, and she yeah. also taught, but do you ever try remember. to approach her? Okay. Okay, your turn. Uh, my other thought was that not to, well, it's basically, so in my situation, after we were, I was at home with the kids a lot, but I was also supplementing income by, you know, actually selling. And I did, I do have a check where I sold something, I think it was $50, an article I wrote, and it was published in base military. It was like this kind of, it wasn't a big deal, um, but the money, and I don't even think we ever cashed the check because it was like my first job. As a, so it was like, I was taking everything very seriously because I really was trying to career out of it so I could supplement our income, still stay the kids. And I think maybe that I was, t that, um, you know, everything was a live or die situation. If I don't sell this, it's be tragic. And, you know, we were very, we were really struggling to get by. It's hard when you kids, the military, well, it had good, but you know, there were things I wish I had done differently in retrospect lines. I could probably have been, if I hadn't so focused on, I want to do this the way I want to do this and not try. So I think I took it serious in the wrong ways and I wish I'd been, but it was like, um, maybe set my priority straight, the writing. Nope, nope, that's a good uh, key on uh, social media about writers who take them too, too seriously. Too seriously, yes. And, you in know, the and wrong it's like, ways. And, and, and sometimes I wonder, you know, that maybe not we're not taking ourselves seriously enough or we're, not, we're taking ourselves too seriously because we come up with stuff that's, eh, but To a certain extent. But... We're it's, not it's, marketing. It's, is it's what not we're, mainstream enough right. to to trigger anybody to buy our books in you know big in big waves. And so, but but the flip side is is uh, I tried that with this current work in progress and not well. It's like yeah, you gotta you be have true to be, yourself. That's it. You, you really have to yourself. be true. And I think I was going against that. Yeah. Okay. Um. The other thing that I was thinking about is a technical aspect, and we I even said this just recently in a podcast or, is write everything down. Don't, yes. don't rely on memory. Um, I'm sure that I have forgotten more book ideas that I didn't write down than I remember. And I'm sure some of those would probably have turned out to be pretty good. Some could have probably turned out to be pretty bad. But I didn't write them down. And, yes. you know, there's no excuse for it because carry the stinking phone with us oh, yeah. everywhere. It has a notepad. It just takes a second to write down an idea. Hey, how about doing this? Or how about doing that? And um, that's and a you can even do the voice to text type thing where yeah. you can send there's... text to yourselves. You know, remember to do this later. Yeah, and there's there's no excuse for it. Uh, that uh, and but but I've gotten such in the habit of doing everything by brain because um, because I'm not a very good visual learner. I'm I'm terrible at tests. I can I can know a subject inside or out. 
but you sit me down at a test where there's there's writing to be done. This is probably why I didn't get a real uh, graduate degree because I didn't want to do the. You have a graduate. Uh, that, yeah, you can't say it's not real. But uh, I didn't do the GRE because right. uh, because that would involve doing a test, and you know I'm I'm going to probably well, I've already started the regret on that. I did want to get you know an MFA in in creative writing, you but still our local can. university for the love of God requires the GRE for for that, well, and then it's like I will say. I have talked to a lot of people who have attempted upper level degrees. Masters can get fairly, I won't say it's a lot more common to get a master's degree. I wanted to get a PhD at one or an educational doctorate, either one. And it's, it's, there is so much involved in that, you know, don't be too hard on yourself for not doing that. You still learned a lot. You just because you don't have a piece of paper and have the background. Yeah, basically. it's just so the the advantage of the of, the, of that kind of education got True. exposed to. Yes, you know, writing. It's like, uh, and the the classic example, of course, is all of the Greek literature classes, Shakespeare classes. I would have probably done Shakespeare anyway, but the Greek and the, the Shakespeare classes that I did in order to get my bachelor's, degree, you know, forced to go through there. Oh dear God. I had to go through the Iliad like twice. And it's like, oh my God, after you've done it once, you shouldn't have to do But no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I have a story for you. And this, I'm interested to hear your take on this. So our youngest had attempted to go back to college. And our youngest very, pushes back against like structure because they are very self-motivated and have, have been writing very successfully in a decade. She, she has authority issues. So in the course of this past semester which she has dropped um she was taking a writing class. and apparently the assignment for this writing class was to the sea and write about it so hemingway very short book uh very you know it's well this is where it gets interesting so the assignment which she did not read and i have been guilty of in the past too, should have read the assignment she read the whole book and she wrote now that wasn't the assignment she was supposed to read a third of the book write an essay, read the second third of the book, write an essay, and then finish the book and write a wrap-up because the the instructor apparently wanted their ten where the story was. So she initially, right out the gate, blew the assignment because she didn't read the instructions properly, which, you know, that's fine. She got a little eager and was trying to get through this assignment and is not a huge fan of way, by the way. Uh, so basically... What happened was, I think she wrote the first two essays after having read the whole book first. And then the third essay was an essay to the instructor about how the assignment's terrible. Oh, geez. <laughs> so, you know, that type... Now, not to say the instructor did anything wrong, but everybody learns differently. And like myself, you know, may not read through instructions carefully as she did. Because I remember distinctly taking a test in college where the instructions were... Uh, write your name, turn in the test. I took the test because I did not read the instructions and I got an F. Yeah. So it's like, I may have gotten the questions right, but I did not read the instructions and that's a lesson. So it's like learning and getting those types of degrees takes kind of a certain personality. You have to know how to learn in that context. Well, that's the point of going to school to learn, right. how to learn because one thing that, you know, one thing, and it's, it's, it's a cliche is, well, I, you know, why did they make me learn algebra in school? Because oh. I never use it. But the point is not the algebra. The point is the problem solving. It's to go, it's to be able to solve a problem methodically by going right. through steps and what the math does is it trains your brain in order how to do that and we see that today in social media where people did not take math classes right and they
they skip st important steps and they're not methodical or logical at problem solving. And I may, I may have pulled out a soapbox there, but that's the reason that uh, oh, yeah. that's the reason that people are forced to take math in school well, <laughs> is for the problem solving, not so much for the you know a squared plus b squared equals you know oh, that type whatever. of thing. That's not the point. Of, that's right. not the point. The point is the problem solving process. And the funny thing about that is that our kids, I think all three of them, know enough math that they understand things like orders of operations. And, you know, I fall short in that area because math, I did really well up until about fourth grade and then do it anymore. So um, they have that type of context for solving problems. But, you know, relating them to the greater yeah. is an issue. Yeah, but that's that's why the math classes exist. It's right. Help with problem solving skills. Two separate uh, problems. What they have, and we've sort of gotten off base here of our you know. But the idea of our podcast, but it's tangently, it all <laughs> yes. comes together. And the and thing is, we're talking about our offspring who are younger and. Who a few years from now may go back and themselves different advice than what they're doing at this moment. Yeah, especially since um, the point of having kids, one point of having kids is to have, you know, take a deeper look at yourself and the kind of person you are, which is, I'm sure, our younger daughter, youngest daughter is going through here pretty all the time because... Oh, yes. We had that discussion, too, about already. So they're, the grandkids are 8 and 12 right now. So they are firmly out of the babyhood stage. And they, you know, their parents are, oh, well, maybe have done that of that. And there was some discussion about that type. So they're already looking back, mm -hmm. even at their age. There is some of that self-awareness uh, going on, but they're not quite touched yet. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Especially sometime in the next 10, 15 years when they become grandparents and make us great-grandparents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll be all sorts of things. Okay, so um, so going Advice. back to the sort of the main subject here, uh, you know, messages to our younger selves. Is there any other message that you can think of that you would give? You know, you gave two good ones. Any well, I agree with you on the thin-skinned because I, for the longest time, I was very thin-skinned. And you wouldn't read anything I wrote mainly for that reason because mm -hmm. I would get very upset very easily about the least little that I can see as negative. And it wasn't really directed at me. I could have done something or a little. And so being thin is when I think we all have to learn. We all have those things hurt so too much, especially with our writing because our writing is so, so I would go back and tell myself not to and not to be thin skinned about it. That's actually, you know, valuable advice for everything because people have trouble, you know, criticizing people. And yes. some, they, they don't do it in the right way. Uh, and, and that's actually part of some of the classes you take in college to learn how to give constructive criticism where you're not tearing the person down for what they're doing. You're just pointing out the differently. Well, more importantly, taking constructive criticism. That instead is true. Of giving, taking constructive criticism. True. When you go to, when you go to it through an education system, you're going to receive more than you give. You're going to receive a lot more than you give, and and um, when you're you know, when you're talking with a teacher that's got you know, five classes, and each of those classes. <laughs> Excuse me, has 30, 40, 50 people in them. Right. And so they write a, you know, a throwaway comment or they do, you know, bleed all over your, bleed all over your paper. It's not personal. No. That's, that's their job. Mm -hmm. But receiving a blood paper feels personal. And so that's another reason to go through the education. So uh, I applaud anybody that tries it, you know, to say it and anybody that doesn't try it and then some authority. I just sort of have to, well, maybe I... it, it depends on, you know, the circumstance, but. 
I kind of wonder, though, if maybe we push, because I know in some cases in Europe may go have a gap year where they take a break and they travel or take a job or something before school and you get a little bit more life experience handle those types of because that can be, it's very stressful going from high school to college, but it's very different. Well, the the classic example of the abortion discussion, which we're not going to get into, but 18-year-olds are too young to make the decision on whether or not to keep a baby, but they're old enough to go ahead and assume $50,000 in student loans. So that's going to be with them around their neck for the next 30 years, just like a baby. <laughs> well, and, you know, to another version of that is you can join the military when you can't drink. Yeah. Or, you know, it's where do you draw the line on what things are appropriate okay. for that age? Anyway, we've sort of gotten way, way all over the place. We hope that this is kind of interesting. We, we obviously, we pushed a button or we had too much caffeine. <laughs> Uh, we're going to, so let's go ahead and pull it. Um, so, so just to summarize very quickly the uh, lessons that we we would send to our younger selves, we uh, try not to be those thin-skinned. Yes. Uh, keep going. Yes. Don't Follow give up. through. Follow through. Um, write things down. Did I get everything? Take things seriously in the right way. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, don't focus on the, the unimportant. Yeah. Basically. Anyway, those are some thoughts. Uh if you have any message for your younger self, or you just know, uh, we'll go ahead and get this all wrapped up because this actually turned out this is a longer podcast in a while. It's almost you know, quite an hour. We call it the amateur hour, but uh, we try not to talk that long. Because, well, we got and well, we, we have things right now too. But sometimes, well, yeah, we are procrastinating a little bit today. But yeah. the 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 whole point is that we want to provide some hopefully helpful. And so, if it takes a little longer than usual, that's okay. Yeah, and we hopefully that we've uh, stirred the pot in your ears and maybe, <laughs> like uh, we did. Yeah, obviously our pot is not. Stirred, but uh, we stirred that pot between yours, and maybe you've got some uh, thoughts of your own, or you want to send some messages back to yourself. And if you'd like to share them, please do so. You can sign on our social our website, www.carson.com. This is like episode 114, 114 episodes wow. of our podcast. So there's some stuff out there. Just uh, do the search function through our podcast webpage, it's all there on one page. I left it there on purpose just for that purpose. And uh, let us know what you think. Go back and uh, listen to a couple. Uh, and tell us either we're right or we're wrong or if we're really wrong. And we won't cry because we've learned how to take credit. No, she's crying already. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> um, and, of course, our link to our social medias and our book is on everything. For, uh, next week, as promised, we're going to be talking a little bit about Martin and writing in Nevada before the trip. And um, Oh, so we'll be in the broad. Innocence abroad. Hey, like Mark Twain. <laughs> yeah. We will not take any frogs. Never mind. Oh, no, 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 no. That's California. Okay. Anything else? Mark? No, I think that's it for this week. That's it for this week. So uh, until we talk again, sitting across the table. And across from me is JT. We wish you all the very best. And you all take